this week on Don't Look Under the Bed. We shine the spotlight on a hotel sales veteran who specializes in team sports travel. He has hosted collegiate and professional sports teams for over 20 years, generating $60 million in revenue in the past 12 years. When he is not closing business at the hotel at the University of Maryland, he can be found working his bonus job of 27 years as a statistician for ESPN and CBS Sports. Sports, that's his business. Please welcome my friend, Russ DeLynn. Hey, Russell. Hey, how are you? Well, you know, it's all good. I'm so happy that you agreed to do this with me today. You know, I figured when I started this whole thing, I was like, there's one person I can count on and it's my buddy from way back. So I really appreciate your time and, um, you know, thank you so much. Well, it's good to be here. It's good to, you know, thank God for Zoom or else I wouldn't be able to see you. I know, I know. Everything is Zoom nowadays, and it's like uh, my grandson told me the other day, I uh, I really really ready to go back to school because I forget to um, go back to the Zoom after lunch, and I'm like, um, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's important for you to work, you know, to to continue your studies online, even though you can't be in school. But anyway, um, I brought you here today because. Um, Obviously, you are going to be our hospitality spotlight person um, for this episode, and uh, we've got similar backgrounds, so I was important. I thought it was important to bring you in um, to give us your hospitality journey and, you know, offer the people out there still looking some hope um, about the recovery, you know, relative to the recovery and, and things like that. So um, give us a little bit of your background. Well, way back when, um, about 20 years ago, I was looking for a job, and um, that's when somebody said to me, hey, you know, if you're going to apply for a job, why don't you just talk to some people? So I went into some chat rooms okay. online way back when on yeah. like Yahoo and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. had no idea what mm-hmm. I was doing, and mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody, and they said to me, hey, um, have you thought about getting into the hotel industry? And I was yeah. like, no, it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. So um, I was just chatting with some people, you know, that worked for uh, Marriott and they said, hey, you know, Marriott's hiring. So you might want to um, put your resume in there. Yeah. So uh, my resume had sports, sales, sports, sales, yeah, which has been my whole life. And they said, hey, um, we're looking for somebody to, uh, you know, take care of travel near the University of Maryland. Okay. And uh, to work with the school because we have a bunch of Marriott hotels in the area, but there's no concentration on that particular school. Right. right. So that's how I got started. They hired me and they said, there's a school with 35,000 students there with, you know, departments and blah, blah, blah. And they said, we need somebody to go attack that school. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's what I did. I just started going from department to department and meeting people and shaking hands and things like that. And, um, you know, started booking business in our hotels. And I did that for, you know, that's how I got started. That's very cool. So you've worked the sports market all this time? Yes, for 20 years. (laughs) That is so awesome. What is like your best or your... 
on your best day, what's, what's that like, or what's like, I can't say achievement or accomplishment, but you know, something that's your story, you know, how people ask about the hotel business and they're like, so tell me about a time when X, and then you've got like this one story that you tell all the time. Well, one of the things I decided to do, and I'm going to pick on my, my friend, Brenda Fries, who's the head women's basketball coach, Okay. very successful at Maryland. Um, one of the things we decided to do was, uh, you know, really try to help her with recruiting mm-hmm. in the hotel industry. Okay. So I said, here's the deal. I'm like, if you want to, if you want these players, I want to do what I can to help you within NCAA guidelines. So, okay. um, her director of operations used to send me pictures mm-hmm. of recruits that were coming in. And then I would show the front desk and I would say, Hey, you know, uh, these uh, recruits are coming in today. They're supposed to check into the hotel today. Uh-huh. So keep an eye out for these people. Yeah. So one of the players, I remember coming into the lobby with her parents mm-hmm. and we literally said to her, Hey, Mr. Mr. Mrs. Jones, we knew their names you know, welcome to the, you know, hotel here at the uh-huh. University of Maryland. And they said to us, how, how did you know who we were? And we said, we were expecting you. Wow. So That's we, awesome. started, we started yeah. getting these recruits in to stay at mm-hmm. the hotel mm-hmm. and they were all blown away. Yeah. Next thing you know, in 19, uh, 2006, rather, mm-hmm. Maryland winds up winning the national championship. Wowzer. Oh, that's a great story. So, um, you know, Coach Freeze calls me up and she's like, Rush, you're one of the reasons why yeah. we got this far. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. to this day, I was very, I'm very touched by that. That's amazing. That's a great story. So tell me about a time where it's like one of your worst days where it's oh, like, goodness. oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I found out one time we actually double booked oh. a, 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 a professional sports team at a hotel. Nice. And that's never a good thing to do oh no (laughs) (laughs) so um we we um made a big old boo-boo and we had to walk one of the teams uh to a different hotel and needless to say they were not very happy um because you know in the sports industry the number one thing when you're booking a hotel is is there's a no walk clause yes because in the contract yeah when you decide to yeah when you decide to move a team guess who's paying for it oh yeah you are so, oh my goodness. So I know that was a tough, a tough conversation, but you've got those relationships with the travel managers where you're able to be transparent and they trust you and you're able to have a tough conversation. I mean, it happens and, you know, obviously nobody wants it to happen, but, um, but yeah, I can see that being one of your worst days. I've had something similar happen um, where the college team was checking out and the pro team was checking in and obviously they were using the same double queen rooms. So, (laughs) you know, having everything ready at the same time, um, you know, it got a little bit sticky, you know, and those things work out, but it's very stressful at the moment. You've got one bus leaving, uh, and the other bus coming in and, you know, they give you the heads up, Hey, we're about five miles away. Um, are the rooms ready? And you know, you're like, yeah, <laughs> it's a scramble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're ready. And I'm like, Oh, do they have a police escort? Cause uh, they'll be here like any moment now. And it was definitely a scramble. Um, but that's what I enjoyed about, you know, working on property and working that sports market, because 
you know, obviously you meet some great people, you meet some amazing people that are, you know, obviously probably still your friends now as they are mine. And um, I can just go back and, and just remember some of the great, great times um, being on property, working with those folks. And the sports market is just one of those things um, that's totally relationship driven. So love well, that. Well, you hit the key word there, Robin. It is relationships. That's yeah. what the hotel industry is about, yeah. relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. You and I met through the hotel industry. Yeah. And we've been yeah. friends for 20 years. Yeah. And you know, and that's really what it's about. Um, yeah. If you treat people and, uh, you know, with respect and are very transparent with them yeah, and uh, really help them, you know, educate them how the hotel industry works. Yeah. And, you know, the good, the bad, that kind of thing, the, you know, you, you gain that trust and they, yeah. they start to trust you and you trust them. And it's a nice relationship. Yeah, that's true. Tell me about, um, let's see, a common myth about the hotel industry or something, you know, about like what it is that you do that you'd like to debunk for people? It's a good question. I think one of the things that people try to do is they try to um, really obviously get the lowest rate and rate, everything is rate driven, rate, 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 right? I mean, yeah. so you look at it and you say, okay, well, let's say the rate's a hundred dollars at your hotel and it's mm -hmm. 119 at my hotel. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? Where's that $19 come in? Yeah. Like, why are people willing to pay an extra $19 or are they willing not or not willing to pay yeah. an extra $19 to stay at a different hotel? Right, right. So that's when you start selling the hotel. Does the hotel have room service? Does it, you know, have mm -hmm. um, a pool or does mm -hmm. it have a, you know, a fitness center or, yeah. you know, there's there's pluses and minuses to everything. Is it right. full service? Yeah. Is it select service? You know, that kind of thing. So um, I never want to put a group in a hotel where I don't think is going to benefit them. Yeah. So if you have like a women's tennis team that's mm -hmm. there for, you know, they check in late at night, they're going to leave early the next morning. Yeah. They don't need all the full service bells and whistles. Right. Yeah. You know, but, but if you have a football team where they need to be fed and there's a hundred people you're feeding, mm -hmm. you're not mm -hmm. going to put them in a, select service hotel you're going to mm -hmm. put them in a full service hotel because yeah. that's where they need to be so yeah yeah you know learning what they need and, and that's mm -hmm. that's where you're going to be able to you know charge a little bit more because when you stay at a full service hotel chances are the rate's going to be a little bit more yeah you know yeah. so and that's where know. the clients trust you and you know as the product expert you're able to steer them in, in one direction or another, you know, tell them what's going to work best for them, make that recommendation. And, you know, do you find that's where, you know, you totally gain their trust and confidence? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and people always want to know, you know, why did I come into the hotel uh, one year and pay a hundred dollars and the next year I came in, it's 179. Yeah. And I yeah. try to explain that, you know, it's, it's a supply and demand mm -hmm. industry, right? Yeah. Which is, I try to compare the hotel industry to Southwest Airlines. Yeah. And people are like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it's very simple. It's a supply and demand. So in mm -hmm. Southwest, you know, there's three different tiers of rates. Mm -hmm. So the first one, let's say there's 200 seats on the plane. Yeah. So the first 100 seats are going to be $99. The next 50 are going to be 149 And then the last 50 are going to be like 199 Yeah. Because of the supply and demand. The, mm -hmm. the more supply, you know. Uh, and less demand, the better price you're going to get. The better get. price you're so, going to get. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really and I what think it's about. People appreciate 
you know, the candor and you've been up front and it's like, you can always tell them, Hey, if you were to shift to this date or this pattern or, you know, whatever the case may be, you can get a better rate. So obviously back in the day, we used to always tout checking in on Sunday, <laughs> right? you know, or if you're a, um, a social, you know, client, you know, have your whatever on a, your Christmas party on a Friday, rather than a Saturday, you get a better deal or even like a Sunday brunch or, or whatever. So yeah, it's all about educating the client and, you know, giving them the information. And if you're able to do that and, you know, then they can make their decision, then you've done your job. Absolutely. Um, Look at the rates when the, the Houston Texans host the Super Bowl. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Um, if you were not in the hotel business, what, what would you be doing? What would be your dream job? My dream job. Oh my goodness. I have a lot of them. I'd like yeah. to be a professional vacationist. Oh yeah. Get paid I would for do that. A little write up. I would like to go around the world mm-hmm. and do little write-ups on mm-hmm. the good, the bad, the good restaurants, yeah. the bad restaurants, yeah. the good, the good hotels, the bad restaurants, uh, bad hotels. I would love that. That's, that's a, and it's a great job. <laughs> it's funny you should say that because there are plenty of people out there doing it now, you know, and now with the technology, everybody is, you know, a blogger or a critic or, you know, whatever, or what, what are they calling it now? An influencer. Oh, so, you know, they're calling hotels in Fiji and saying, Hey, I'm coming into your hotel. And can you give me a complimentary so-and-so and then I'll give you a free write-up. You know, so yeah, there are plenty of people out there doing that. And um, I'd love to do that too. be just a, a traveling. Uh, uh, what do you call it? A, uh, I don't a even traveling know. Influencer, you you go, a traveling influencer. There you go. A traveling influencer. Yes. Or uh, like I, I like to call it uh, director of food and fun. So that's, that's <laughs> a good go title. <laughs> I put that on my business card. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. So uh, what's business like now for you? Are people traveling? Are they booking their tournaments and whatnot? It's interesting. Now I work at a hotel that is literally uh, right across the street from the University of Maryland. Okay. And, you know, it's all about location, location, Mm -hmm. location Mm -hmm. when it comes to hotels during COVID time. So um, fortunately, the hotel that I'm currently in does a lot of sports business. Okay. we're doing okay because yeah. of the sports segment. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, what's, what's booking right now are sports that play at the university of Maryland, all okay. the big 10 schools that come in. Okay. Majority of so they're still traveling hotel. then. So they, they've started up, I guess, you know, after seeing, you know, the NBA come back and the NFL come back, the colleges are coming back as well. And they're traveling for sports. Yes. Okay. And again, not so education, but for right, sports sure. because okay. everything is remote nowadays. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been very difficult for the industry all across the board. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I feel for a lot of people, I'm just very fortunate to still be employed. Yes, you are. And I was going to ask you if I could hold $5 till next week. I'll give you 10. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thank you so much, Russ. I really, really appreciate your time today. If you have any words of encouragement for us that are still out looking and, you know, have at it well here it is be positive keep working at it okay because look there's a lot of people looking for jobs so you know um 
One of the things, Robin, you know about me is I've been working for um, ESPN and CBS for nearly mm -hmm. 27 years yes. as a TV stats guy. So yeah, it took me a good, you know, I've always wanted to work in television and mm -hmm. it took me a long time to actually get a job. And fortunately, yeah. when people were telling me to give up, give up, stop mm -hmm. applying and things mm -hmm. like that, you know, I could have taken their advice and done some, something totally different. Right. But I hung right. in there and ESPN gave me an opportunity for one game. Yeah. And 27 years later, wow. I've been able to still work with them and mm -hmm. the other networks, like I mentioned, CBS and NBC and Fox and things like wow. that. So I've been very fortunate because when people tell you, give up, do something else, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, they're not in your shoes. They're right. not in your shoes. Right. So right. keep applying. You know, it only takes one. Only yeah. takes, it might take you a hundred resumes to get one opportunity. So yeah. don't give up. Just keep working at it. Somebody's going to give you an opportunity. I appreciate that so much. And, you know, I'm encouraged. We're seeing more and more people, um, more and more hotels um, posting positions online. And I'm seeing more activity in the downtown area. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the forecast where people are, you know, they're talking about the vaccine rolling out and people being vaccinated by, you know, the summer. So I think companies will then allow, you know, their folks to travel again. And um, so I'm going to remain hopeful. So you I appreciate to. your time again. You're so awesome. I yeah, I appreciate it. It's great to see you. Great to see you as well. And you're going to stay in touch and um, you take care. Have a great weekend. You do the same. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Don't Look Under the Bed podcast. Please subscribe, like, comment, and tell a friend. We also encourage you to share your stories at stories at don'tlookunderthebed.org.